Okay, here's a treat. It is a Wednesday, and on a hump day, we're at the Ginger Pig on 44th and Lowell. And boy, you guys sit back, relax. We're in the field today, myself, Greg Hollenbach, and Jay Parker at the Ginger Pig. We're going to take a little walk around, but there's two narratives that we're trying to really, really push. Safer at restaurants. There's no reason why we can't be inside of this restaurant right now. It's safe. You could perform surgery in there. <laughs> That's an absolute truth. And then also business equality. It's really tough to see these other places that are, their doors are open and people are packed in and, and, and places like this, we're just alone. And that's why we're here at the Ginger Pig today. Natasha Hess, how are you? Good. Thank you for having oh us. Oh, my God. This is going to be fun. <laughs> okay. Carrie Baird. Hi. Good to see you too, Chef. Okay. Can we take a look around you guys? Yeah. I think it's only fitting to do what? Start from the beginning, just yes. like Alice in Wonderland. The Ginger Pig food truck. Now, food truck business. Ooh, that's an interesting thing, huh? Yeah. Uh, we food trucked uh, in Boulder 20, since 2016. And our dream was always to have a restaurant. So it's pretty exciting for us after four summers on the truck and one year in a food hall. We uh, made this dream happen. It's interesting. We have a little bit of body of work together. You came to our kitchen, our yes. home, and this was when it's like ideas are going around. And is it, we're going to maybe go to Rosetta Hall, and, and we've got the, the food truck, and we're going to try and transition into a brick and mortar. And as life's change of, change, chains of events yeah. happen, uh, here it is, the food truck, that the humble beginnings, but it goes from there. Do you mind if we take a look around? Yeah, we'll take a look, and we're actually one of the beneficiaries of COVID. There haven't been many silver linings or good stories, but we were you able can't. to... Uh, okay, we should have planned that out a little bit yep. better ahead of time. Um, so we wanted to go on to the food truck. No, that's fine. So let's describe what we would be yes. seeing inside of the food truck. So we actually have a pretty robust kitchen in the truck. We have two fryers, a flat top, a four burner, and a grill, which is pretty unusual to have so much cooking equipment in a truck. We also have um, a veggie sink, which is unusual, and a three-compartment sink, and a hand-washing sink. So we actually have a pretty big, nice truck, and um, it really allowed us to go out and test our food and test our product in many different markets. and learn a lot from the community about what they wanted, not just what we wanted to make. So I think we had a really special time. I think food trucking is really hard. Um, and I feel really like proud that we were able to stick with it for so long and keep going. And um, like I said earlier, there's not too many beneficiaries or silver linings with COVID. Um, but we were able to get this once in a lifetime opportunity to get a restaurant in Denver at a you know, a good price, and um, we feel very fortunate. Now, was that always thought out to be that that was going to be the path? Because I know a step along the way was Rosetta Hall. Right. Which and I, didn't work out for you, or did, or how did that transpire? Well, I think it, it was working out, but then when there was the pandemic, I think it was really hard to ask anybody to come into a building with eight restaurants sure. in one building, and also for our staff. I think for us, the best thing to do to protect ourselves and the community was to go on our own. Well, it's interesting as we do talk about silver linings, you guys, and I think we're all just getting really tough right now, and we're paring things down, and we're seeing what opportunities are there. We talk about pivot points and adjustments, but there is born this relationship, right, from Rosetta Hall. Uh, you were had uh, roses mm -hmm. in Rosetta Hall, yep. and you had the ginger pig, right? And through just the hall not being able to operate and do business, your relationship flourished. Is that how that worked out? Yeah. I mean, food halls are tough right now. Food halls are all about volume. And so when, you know, the first shutdown, you know, happened, we tried to go into takeout and then Ginger Pig and Roses, we struggled. You know, it was me working my stall and Natasha working her stall with no, we couldn't afford support staff. It was tough, you know, so food halls are all about volume. And so when you can't pack people in, and you can't operate for 10 hours a day, you know, that was tough. And so, um, you know, so, so you guys keep looking at each other from across. Yeah. Like, just like, scratching you your heads it? like, uh, hmm, should we, what should we yeah. do? So what, where to go from there, you guys? Well, this so we, you know, we persevered all summer. Mm -hmm. And then um, when the Scratch Burrito was here before and when they closed up shop, Natasha jumped on it and uh, came here. And then, you know, Roses just wasn't wasn't 
doing the best ever at Rosetta Hall. So I pulled out there and then came here to help her. I love it. Yeah. Let's show us around. Yeah. And we originally met uh, five years ago. I went and worked uh, as an intern for Carrie. And that's really how I learned. She trained me and took me under her wing. Um, I was a f attorney. I could say a recovering attorney. I was doing bankruptcy, wow. divorce, and criminal law. And I was felt like I was dying inside, honestly. Um, and had been a Chinese major and lived in China and really fell in love with Chinese food. And so she really took me under her wing. I really didn't even know how to hold a knife or I definitely had never put on an apron um, or anything when I had met Carrie. And she took me under her wing and then she came and helped on the truck as well. And then we became friends unexpectedly, which we never meant to have happen. But now we're business partners and we're having so a lot of fun. So sensei and student and then all of a sudden it's like the skills. Are there. Right. Yeah. And so we're having a good time getting to cook together. I and it. it's a good challenge for Carrie to be cooking a lot of Asian food. And it's great for me to have my mentor and friend um, be my business partner and help me. It's hard to open a restaurant during a normal time, especially hard during the pandemic. So to have her expertise and 20 plus years experience and um, probably the smartest person I've ever met is very comforting for me every day. <laughs> oh, nice. OK, so just a little reset. Chef Carrie Baird, Chef Natasha Hess, the Ginger Pig. It's on 44th and Lowell. We're going to go inside. You see the signs here. These are people that are doing it all right. These are people that just open up this location. At, what is it, in October, you guys? October 28th. October 28th, that fateful day. And you got a lot of stuff that's brand new in here. So food yeah. costs, liquor costs, the whole thing. Yes. It's going right and, now. And oh. I think we were prepared. We knew when we took this risk that we may be shut down again. Um, we actually have a special clause in our lease. We have a COVID clause that I, I requested and had put in there um, in case there was another shutdown that reduces our rent. Um, based on the capacity. And then also, um, you know, with the outside patio and the parking lot, um, and eventually we're going to have garage doors here for pickup and takeout. We've really decided to turn this into just a big food truck um, for the time being until we can have people come back in. But it makes a huge difference. We had three weeks where we had dine-in at 25%, and now we've had three weeks of just takeout. So we've had a good kind of sample size to see the difference. And um, it, we definitely are facing some challenges, having a lot of inventory for our new bar that we're not able to really have people sit at. Um, but I think that we were ready for some of these challenges and being a food truck for so many years, we're used to doing all our food to go. And I think we're really comfortable um, in this situation. I'm doing exactly what you should be doing. I'm on my phone right now. You guys are watching the stream. This is how you support local. Share it to your favorite group. Share it to your personal pages. Um, this is how we support local right now. And awareness. Safer at restaurants. Hashtag safer at restaurants. I believe. Look around. This is, this is where it breaks my heart. You guys, there should be people in here enjoying lunch or right? talking or, you know, first dates, those <laughs> awkward first online dates. But look around. Look, just describe what this dining room would look like. And I know you guys haven't had any normalcy because you opened in a pandemic. So everything social distanced, everything. How, how does this look when you're at 25 percent capacity or even 50 percent? Well, at 25% capacity, we are allowed to have 13 people in here, mm -hmm. so it's pretty limited. Um, we do have four booths that are normally here, um, really beautiful booths uh, with gorgeous, it's, I don't know if you can see the wood that's on the bar or there, but it's this gorgeous uh, chestnut wood. Um, and then normally we have banquettes here along this wall with this bamboo. And now, and now it's just to-go box storage. Storage. <laughs> Storage but, for all the the to-go that you could, which are hard to source. Everybody's doing what we're doing. So when we find what something we like, we bought a lot of it. So what's capacity in here if full operation? It's 52 in here. And then um, outside is uh, 28. Well, that'll be a dream, yeah. won't it? Yeah. Outdoor dining right now? Are you even touching it or facilitating? It's been a little cold. We are offering outdoor dining. Um, and we are looking into getting heaters as well and seeing what we can do to make it a little more comfortable. Are there any left out there in this world? Any <laughs> Heaters are the heaters? new toilet paper. <laughs> I yeah. think they really are, especially for restaurants. <laughs> well, and they're expensive. That's a, you just another thing to throw in there. Like, you know, to because our patio, unfortunately, it is west facing, but we have these big, beautiful house next to us and trees like we don't we're not getting hammered by the sun. So it's not like the perfect patio. But 
it is it's lovely you know come four or five o'clock when the sun starts setting over the mountains and you can see the mountains from our dining room which is great and beautiful so moving forward in the next few weeks we really want to activate and push our patio but for now it is just 98 percent yeah be ready for that i always say take a look at people's facebooks because a lot of times you're going to throw out on facebook and instagram what you are doing Mm -hmm. you know stay in touch uh, but also website too. I you've got a lot of great story on the website. Check out the website. What's the website? Uh, it's gingerpig.com. Gingerpig.com. And we do a lot of specials. Like, I think we keep our food pretty interesting. Every week we have something new to try, and so I think um, there's reason to come back and give us another shot or come try it for the first time. It's not always the same. Doing like many alcohol to go. Um, you can order online or call direct. Is that yeah. correct? Okay. I like. I mean, obviously, we love to talk about food and beverage and purveyors and that kind of thing. Business is more prevalent now. The business end of this, you've got people in the back. There's life in here. There's employees. They're working. What's up with that? Who's who's here still? And how can you afford to even do it? Well, luckily, because you know, Asian food, Asian street food is good to go food. Yes. Our to go business hasn't been nothing. So we were able to keep our core staff, um, some of which Natasha's had from the very, very beginning of the truck. So that's that's who's still here is the the main people who the main kids who help build this and demo this space. They're all still here. Rock and roll. Can we go meet some? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go head into the kitchen. This is the good stuff. This is what people love to see, the food cook. Uh, what are you liking about cooking this type of cuisine? Oh, I'm all exercising right. all new muscles. Who are these guys that we have here? This is Graham. Graham's been with us uh, since, I think, our a week or two before we were at Rosetta. So he's been with us a long time and made the move down here with us. We have a really loyal team of people um, that have been with us a long time. Morgan, who's just left a couple hours ago, he's been with us um, for three and a half years on the truck. Um, Meg, who just walked out as our sous chef, and she's um, not walked out. She walked out of the room. Um, she's been our sous chef for a little over a year. Um, and then we have Andrew, who actually moved back from Texas recently to help us open this restaurant. He used to have a food truck um, at the same commissary and we would bring our trucks to the food park together and compete against each other and then hang out at the end of the night and clean together and became really good friends and he's moved back from Texas to help us open the restaurant and a really important part of the ginger pig as well. So awesome just seeing as we go through um, restaurants and bars everywhere just see how devastated and how much staff they had to furlough and just the hearts being broken I think we were pretty lucky when it came to that we, yes we did have we had some way to lay a few people off but our core guys here mm-hmm. they we managed to keep and, and look around uh, this is Graham over uh-huh. here Graham well see what's interesting so Graham's weighing out some noodles right now and that's important but without that job he'd probably be weighing bud somewhere right now outside of a passion in the industry and you know Graham just so happens to have that name for weighing buddies like, <laughs> yes I do but that's the thing these guys want to stay in this business and Sean just recently joined us um, about a week after we opened I had staged at Hop Alley when he worked there, and then when we opened, he had asked if we needed help. And I think I know Sean. He's uh, been a tremendous addition to the family and fit right in with everybody and um, feels like he's always been here. So it's been really seamless. And his Asian food is top-notch. Yeah, he's really good at this. That's fantastic. Good to see you again. Yeah, get the hand of a microphone. So here you are, right? Yeah. This is a good place <laughs> to land. And it's also nice when you're considered like an old piece of furniture. You just fit, you fit right in, you yeah, know? Of course. Yeah, I know it's a lot of fun. These guys are great to work with and lucky to have a job right now at least. So, you know, it's doing good with the takeout and the delivery stuff. So it's been, been a good time. Oh, my God. If you're not falling in love, I don't know what's wrong with you. But <laughs> here we are. We're going to dig into some food, chefs. All right. Uh, okay, we're going to break. Come back and do some food. Local commercials, local people. This is what it's all about, you guys. Hashtag safer restaurants. Look around, right? You could perform surgery. Well, I don't know about surgery. Probably the surgeries I've had, you could. <laughs> uh, this is great. So Chef Natasha Hess and Chef Carrie Baird showing us around the ginger pig. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back, and we'll be in the kitchen with these guys. Stick around. The Modern Eater Show continues. 
Hey, you guys. Jay here with the Modern Eater Show. Thanks for watching. Don't forget about our YouTube and Instagram channels. A lot of killer content over there. Throw us a subscribe on YouTube. Throw us a follow on Instagram. And thank you for supporting TME. We couldn't do this without our amazing sponsors, so let's check them out right now. Very proud to be part of the, the Modern Eater. And uh, chefs, restaurant owners, any food service operators... You know, I know right now that uh, delivery and carry out is bigger than ever, and we got you covered. Uh, Cambro uh, has a full line of uh, delivery and carry out items. More economical options are expanded polypropylene or EPP, a uh, nice insulated container. Uh, the Procard Ultra is really versatile. It's a great unit because you can actually store cold products down here, hot products up here. It's all 120. There's no refrigeration worries. It's all thermodynamics. Just let us know what your food service challenges are, what it is we can do to help you out, and there isn't anything that we can't do for you. So uh, hope to see you over here in our facility in Park Hill soon and uh, stay safe out there. You know everybody, with several million dollars of hard assets here, insurance is very, very important to us. Ewing Levitt covers it all. Machinery, building, workman's comp. Ewing Levitt's got us covered from the floor to the ceiling, from our alley, even to the street. This divider, this press, my cooling conveyor, my oven. Ow, ow! Ewing Levitt covers our counter stacker and our employees too. If you need insurance, take it from Little Rich at Rockalitas. Call Ewing Levitt, they'll get you covered. I go home, I strip down to my skivvies. All right, here we go. I got it, I got it, I got it. Hey everybody, Steve Gould from Golden Moon Distillery and Golden Moon Speakeasy. When I get my cocktails to go from Golden Moon Speakeasy, I go home, I kick back, and I watch The Modern Eater. <laughs> skivvies. Hey, I'm a Marine. It's skivvies, man. Hey. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? This is Brother Luck from Lucky Dumplin', four by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs, and I am rocking with the Modern Eater. You're watching them, you're tasting them, you're knowing everything there is to know about Colorado. <laughs> Hi, Charlie from Brews Beers here. Our new Belgian Abbey Four Pack is a mixed package of the four core beers made in Abbey and Trappist breweries in Belgium. So we have a single, a double, a triple, and a quadruple in one package. Now, quadruples are the emperors of Belgian monastery ales. They're dark in color, uh, with a dense tan head, and alcohol ranging from 8 to 12%. So they're pretty strong. Quadruples are very rich and complex, with big maltiness, uh, spice, and flavors of raisins, cherries, and plums. Alcohol is apparent in the mouthfeel, but not overwhelming. Uh, even at 10.5% ABV. So the finish is long, complex, and dry, and they're great beers anytime, by themselves or with hearty foods. Pick up your Abbey Four Pack at either Brews location, 67th and Pencos, or at Colfax in York, and at fine liquor stores throughout the Denver metro area. Take home some Belgian-style badassery today. Welcome to Tommy Knocker Brewery here in beautiful Idaho Springs. Uh, we brew normally twice a day. Currently brew about 18 different beers. And right here is our brew kettle, steam-fired brew kettle. And uh, we generate our steam with natural gas. We get our natural gas from Encore Energy and Brian Rizzuto. I really like working with Brian because he explains how the system works of getting your natural gas. It's not a mystery. I actually understand our energy bill. Watching the Modern Eater, and now back to the show. Okay, welcome back to the Ginger Pig. In a world that doesn't make sense, we're making sense of it, and it usually happens in the kitchen. 
a little bit of housekeeping as we get back to the show. I want to tell you, on Friday, you don't want to miss this. We'll be walking around with Chef Keegan Gerhardt inside of Scoop Z Bar. And get the ship from the bottom. And uh, that should be a good show. As we, he's got some holiday things coming up, and we'll also talk about how they're doing with business, too, at D Bar. On Monday, look forward to us doing the same thing as we visit more restaurants, creating this positivity message that we want to bring to you. But we'll be with Chef Troy Gard, and we'll walk around a couple of his locations with him as well. It's just we're seeing decimated in this industry of like hang on hurry up and wait there might be some relief in sight we don't know but what can you do today well what we can do today is that positivity message show you the narrative is you are safe at a restaurant that they are very clean and sanitary these are the professionals that are doing this also business equality why shouldn't they be feeding people right now in the way that they can operate the best? So as we return with Chef Natasha Hess at the Ginger Pig, with uh, sous chef Megan. Hi, Megan. Good to see you, too. And Carrie Baird jumping around here somewhere. Hi, Carrie. Hi. You want to cook some food, guys? What do you got planned for us? Thank you. Um, I'm going to make my favorite dish, which is our uh, Sichuan spicy eggplant. Um, it took me about five years to get this one right, and this is the dish that made me want to cook Chinese food and want to cook professionally. So this one's really special for me. I ate it four or five times a week when I was in China. I fell in love with it. I ate it all over China. This, um, it's called Yushang Chiezi in Chinese. It's really popular. It's all over China. Um, this is my favorite version of it, and I'm um, really excited to make it for you guys. How much is it pretty authentic? Has it changed much? I think it's really authentic. We use um, what I think is like a, the best dobanjang, um, which is a fermented fava bean and chili paste that's made in China. Um, we use tamari instead of soy sauce. Um, that'd be one big difference in there. But I think it's a really authentic dish, and I think it's really great textures and flavors. And it's kind of that thing that's like salty, sweet, uh, sour, um, umami. It hits all the notes. Oh, so it's, it takes it's you on a special. journey. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go so down this journey with you. We're going to make some right now. Look at this in front of me, though. Oh, my. And um, Meg right here is our sous chef, and she's working on making our Vietnamese garlic noodles, which is another cool dish that we... Uh, just recently added to the menu, but one of our favorites, and should definitely come in and try that one as well. All right, here we go. Or get it for takeout. It travels well as well. So Take out and again, go online. I can't believe you guys have that website. It's just gingerpig.com, isn't it? Gingerpig.com, and you can order right from the website. Fantastic. So we're showing you what's happening right now. These are the guys that you want to support. I'm telling you, we don't want a world of just uh, eating as much breadsticks as you possibly can. Go ahead, Chef. Just do the play-by-play. -play. All right. So we've got the eggplant in the pan over here. And um, this is a sauce that we make. Um, almost every morning we make this sauce. And uh, we add sauce in here and let it cook into the eggplant. The sauce is full of garlic. Um, Chef Carrie Baird did make this a few weeks ago and texted me and said, I have never put this much garlic in a recipe before. So I felt very proud at that moment um, that I had made something so garlicky that um, it kind of went beyond th the norm. Well, I was wondering, does that, Chef Carrie Baird, does that mean that you just don't use much garlic a lot or that's just a lot of garlic? I mean, it's an insane amount <laughs> of garlic. And uh, Meg here is making these uh, Vietnamese garlic noodles. You can see we're super into garlic at the Ginger Pig. Um, we do have some dishes without garlic if you are not interested, but we are heavy, heavy garlic. And these noodles um, have shrimp, broccoli, um, a lot of garlic, a lot of butter. This is a fun dish that really, um, talk, it's very fusion-y if people are into fusion. It, it's um, when the French colonized Vietnam and brought butter. This is a very buttery garlic dish, but it also has oyster sauce and fish sauce and those Vietnamese flavors that we've all grown to come love and adore in Denver. You know, Denver has a very serious Vietnamese food scene that's pretty renowned all over the country. And I've fallen in love with Vietnamese food here, and I know we all have. And so we have these noodles, and we also have a Vietnamese chicken wing on our menu that's really delicious as well. Um, so we cook this eggplant for a little bit, and then we add in a little bit of cornstarch slurry at the end. This is a very traditional... Um, Chinese technique to add in a slurry at the end and thicken up the sauce and really get the um, 
the sauce to hug and coat the eggplant. To be able to activate the slurry, the um, liquid has to be hot and boiling. So that's why you wait till the end, get it very hot and boiling, and now it's ready to be plated. It's all... Look at the effort. It's all gotten tighter, and um, it's ready to go. Tightened up the sauce. We plate it here. This comes with a side of rice and a little bit of scallion on top. You should be, uh, if you could smell this right now. Jay. But I love how the eggplant stays beautiful and purple. A lot of eggplant, when you cook it, turns brown. So getting to maintain the integrity of that eggplant and the color is really special. And this is my favorite thing that we have at the Ginger Pig. I mean, the smell of it, Greg, even through my mask, is, it's, in a word, hypnotic. I mean, there's, that's, that's... That's the word I would pick. And you can see most of our food is pretty quick. It's uh, designed that way. We do a lot of prep in the morning and work real hard on all these sauces. But then it's quick and we can get food out to people pretty pretty well for to-go food. I got a um, this plate is one for of those you, Meg. Dishes that is so beautiful and so colorful that and steamy, you've got to get the photo on it right away. Oh, my goodness. You guys are locked and loaded. If you're watching this or you watch the replay, I mean, take a look, Jay. Just show the kitchen. Completely prepped wonderfully. So organized. Delicious ingredients. Um, just the best of the best. And you can see the amount of effort that goes into each and every dish. You're not just busting them out of here in bulk. This is handmade each every single dish. Hey, hey, Thank Chef, uh, Jay here. Are, uh, are these the Bangkok... Balls those right are the here. Bangkok balls. Did you notice the title of that? Th- those are them right there. It's a Thai red curry rice ball that we do arancini style. So it's crispy and really fun to bite into it and has a lot of flavor. And then we serve it with a lime leaf aioli that we're really proud of. And I think that's one of the best things we have in the building is that lime leaf aioli. Um, so you can see Meg's finishing these noodles right now. And um, got a gorgeous cook on those shrimp. And... Uh, I really recommend this dish. I actually took a couple days off, and I was craving it over the weekend. Um, something new that we're really excited about. Hey, Meg, talk about this dish. What do you like about this dish? Oh, man, I just love garlic. You can't get enough garlic. <laughs> garlic, butter, shrimp. If you don't like that, there's something wrong with you. It's like a Vietnamese scampi a little. Perfect. That's delicious. What's your favorite dish on the menu, Meg? My favorite dish, it's got to be her char siu. Her char siu is probably one of my favorite things to eat. Um, it made me fall in love with the ginger pig. Um, yeah, got me really excited to work here. Are you selling these hats? We are selling these hats. Oh. Several varieties of hats. This one is my favorite. That's a cool hat. I That's like the flat brim, too. And That's I want to point out that Meg was here all summer painting the floor, scrubbing the walls, like... She's not just cooking food, but really has done a lot to get this place open. And same with Andrew and Morgan and Graham. And um, a lot of us worked real hard on all the uh, behind behind the scenes stuff to get this place going. And it it really shows in the way that everyone's taking care of the place and taking pride in what we do every day. I think us all building it made a big difference. And and Natasha was really important, Chef, that... um, we did want to talk about that. It, it's, a, it's a team effort. It's a family. It, it really is. It can't is. just happen alone, right? Right. Um, do some of the recognition for the folks that are around here. Do some call-outs and some hellos and thank yous. Everyone in this, in this room, everyone that works here deserves so much credit. At this, every single night you see everybody coming together and doing everything. There's not one person in here that doesn't jump in and do the dishes or clean the floor. You know, no one's too good for anything. And... Everyone does everything. It'd be a disservice to call anyone out specifically. Um, I mean, having Carrie come in and really write the ship really helped. On day three, we were so overwhelmed um, that we actually needed some real serious help, and she was able to come in here and really help fix a lot of our systems and um, create new systems and really make this fun for us again. That's awesome. Um, I have to say, we were a little busier than we were expecting. It was a little overwhelming, and we weren't ready. Um, for that. Uh, it was a big change from a food truck and a food hall. And Hold on, um, Jay. You got to look. Meg made this dish perfect. Yeah. She gave you the chef's bite in every yeah. single one. Yeah, this is definitely worth checking out. I, we're really proud of these dishes. Um, we're really proud of the menu right now. We have food from Japan, China, Vietnam, Thailand. Um, 
and we're working constantly working on other dishes. We're thinking about bringing in some Burmese food and some Filipino food and it's just been really fun. We have a lot of really great ingredients and we're kind of all having fun getting to play with them and getting to work together. It's a really good group of people. People, product, and process. When you get those three things down, you got a chance at it. Yeah. And that's why, oh, I can't wait. And the garlic. The garlic really helps, <laughs> the too. Garlic. Chef, you're, you're too much. Let's go talk about this bar program. Okay, let's you, do it. Mind? All right. Uh, yeah. Carrie, what do you Will know you about a bar these? program? Anything? Did you have any say in what's at the bar? Uh, I just drink whiskey, so I just made sure they had what I liked. Oh, what are you making? Why am I going? Yeah, oh, talk about this, chef. So this is a fun version of salt and pepper crab that we've turned into a wonton. Um, yeah. Oh, photos. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we make them every day, as many as we can. We run out every day. But um, yeah, it's a, fun, it's a different take on a wonton. We don't do a traditional crab wonton shape. We do this... I don't even know what it's called. What I love about this dish, too, is, you know, a normal crab wonton, you're getting 95% cream cheese and 5% fake crab. And so this is really fun that it's like this is blue 95% crab, yeah. crab and 5% cream cheese. It's like the, the opposite. So it's a really fun bite where you're getting a crab wonton that actually tastes almost like a crab cake inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a fun little fusion dish if you will mm, the food here the food here jay right the food here and you're right absolutely i mean how that's gonna t take out pick pick it up that's gonna go home nicely yeah sure. all these things are are good you know an hour later yeah well i wonder though could you meal prep and have a couple of these at home i, I mean i like to get order for tomorrow too yeah i think that would sit in the we we did have a lady once who would come every Friday and buy two char siu because she wanted one for Friday and one for Saturday, and she told me that it was great the next day. And um, so I would but, think it would hold up great. Obviously, you want to eat it right away while it's hot. Uh, but oh yeah, the bar. Yeah, the bar. Go check out the bar. The bar's great. And you guys, can you take a break and take a bite while they're warm? <laughs> I think no. We have to. After. Okay. <laughs> we have to. All right, coming through. This is very professional. So that's where it's for me anyway. You go, oh my God. Should I yeah. just put this here for now? Yeah, please. Okay. All these th great things going on. But this is, you know, this is where the community is built right here. So yeah. At the bar. You knuckle up at the bar, and I think you guys are built out for that. What'd you say was here before? This was Scratch Burrito. Okay. Yep. So all these taps were here. Which was great. Um, we were able to just, you know, put some different beer on and keep the taps. And uh, this was a concrete bar that uh, we had redone this whole place. Actually, um, I should mention uh, Zan Creative and Melissa Friday. Mm -hmm. They did this um, design. And so much of it has been so thoughtfully done um, and very brand forward, which is so cool. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Melissa Friday and Zan Creative, but they've done many restaurants in Denver. They did uh many many snoozes mad greens they've done um the postinos uh denver biscuit company comita they've done a lot of really great restaurants atomic cowboy um i can't think of all of them ace eat and serve um their list is like hundred they've done hundreds of restaurants so getting to work with them was actually one of the highlights for me of this whole project just learning so much from their experience and um so they really made this bar very warm and inviting. I love the lanterns. And this here um, says head, heart, and hand. And I chose those Chinese characters because when I was a lawyer, like I said, I was kind of just using my head. And now I'm able to use my head, heart, and hand and feel like a real complete person. Um, I went to a high school that had a, a philosophy called uh, of the head, heart, and hand. And I've kind of always... Um, lived that way. I, the high school I went to is unique, and it was in Massachusetts. It was a boarding school called Northfield Mount Hermon. I do want to give them a shout-out because they had a really unusual school where you'd go and work in the kitchen, and you'd go work in the dish pit, and you'd go work in the bakery and work on a farm. And So as a 14-year-old, that was um, very meaningful for me. And when I was an adult finding myself so unhappy lawyering, I looked back on those times and realized how happy I was working in a kitchen. So that's um that's where that comes from the head heart and hand and then here this says churlama which means have you eaten 
And in China, and often in Beijing, it's very common to greet someone and say, Chirlama, it's, saying, it's similar to saying, like, what's up, or how are you? So you can often just be greeted, and someone says, have you eaten? So I think it's a really great way for us to eat, greet our customer, and really symbolic. And um, it's nice, this place has some Japanese influence, some Chinese influence, some Thai influence. That mural was actually done um, by an artist in Oklahoma City. Her name is Juri, and... She flew here and did this, um, and what's so cool about this mural um, is that those red... Gorgeous. Yeah, and those red flowers oh are actually the flowers of a ginger plant. Um, and oh, really? Yeah, okay. which is really cool. And then these birds are crested firebacks, which are commonly found in Thailand. And um, so this is a very kind of meaningful custom piece of art that ties... Um, the ginger pig, yeah. yeah, and the ginger pig colors are in the birds, and um, the ginger plant is also the pl flower that's on the lei that people wear in Hawaii a lot, and Meg's from Hawaii, so it's just a very special, meaningful piece of art. And then <laughs> this was all handmade um, by uh, a guy named Ben that Melissa commissioned, but everything in here is really thoughtfully done from the bamboo on the wall back there that you would have as your seat back when we don't have, nice. um, you know, when we don't have all the to-go stuff here. We have this beautiful seat back. And they just really captured kind of the street food feel, but it's Gorgeous. also elegant. And um, we've been really happy with the design, and it's really been a great home for us. So a real big shout-out. So beautiful. A real big shout-out to Melissa Friday and Dana with Zam, Zan and Steph. Everyone there is, was amazing. And honor of our lives to get to work with a group like that I and mean, they put together this place it's so beautiful and Unbelievable. we're looking forward to getting the garage doors that's the last piece that's missing and then having it all open up and uh it'll be really nice do you vision stuff i'm a I kind of vision stuff and then i work my way backwards have you already just seen what this can do at its fullest potential I think that I, I think optimistically I try to envision what it would be like at full capacity the day before we opened. Um, so October 28th, we opened and October 27th, it was moved from 50% to 25. So I think I've tried to imagine what it's like at 25, at 50, at 100 and um, tried to crunch the numbers and tried to see how we could make it work. And, um, you know, I think that I think we're in a really lucky position because we do Asian food. Asian food and pizza are both doing really well during COVID, um, whereas many others aren't. So it's also as great as this is for us and as fun as it's been, and we're so lucky we have people coming to get to go and can still employ our staff. It's also we're watching a lot of our friends go out of business, and it's very painful, and it, watching a lot of our friends um, just struggle every day. And so as great as it is that things are kind of going well for us with takeout, I, it's hard to be too excited with what's happening to everyone else in the industry. You do need to take that little bit of happiness when you can get it, though. Thank and, you. And, and think about the positivity. I look at this place and not only am I falling in love with the restaurant itself, but I'm, you're, you're probably the most interesting person in the world. <laughs> Thank you. Do you speak Mandarin? I do. EDNDN. Oh EDNDN. Uh, but my Chinese is pretty bad right now. It was really good like 20 years ago, and I was there, you know, living with a family and engaging every day. What, you're, you're, but now, you look like you're in your 20s. What do you mean 20 years? But now it's um, like Yoda. You know, it's like I've forgotten a lot of it, and I'll hear something and I'll remember, but it, I need yeah. some more practice. Look at the website. You if anyone look. wants to practice their Chinese with me, I would love, I would love that. Bounce it off. You. Yeah, just like a little conversation partner. So the stuff as you so the, the point that I really wanted to make is is what's so bright about the future here at the Ginger Pig is you're trying to operate with your hands tied behind your back, and when your hands are released, it's going to be the sky's the limit. Yeah. You guys are going to know where you build. It's exciting this young to lady think over here like crunching that. numbers, keeping you in line. Let's I can introduce you to Maggie because hey Maggie, Maggie's one of the reasons I can sleep at night. She's got <laughs> that you can sleep. At Maggie's night. one of the reasons I can sleep at night. I Maggie's think she taking, she probably calls you at night saying, "Here's what we need to do, and here's where the Maggie's numbers are." Maggie's our GM, and she joined us from Bardot. So I've known Maggie for a few years, and um. It's been so amazing to be able to distribute some of it. When you come from a food truck, you're used yeah. to wearing way too many hats. And so she's taken a few of my hats, like maybe five of them, uh -huh. and she's rocking all those and really helping me get to spend more time in the kitchen, which has been so fun. I like because of Maggie and Carrie being here, I've been able to work on some specials and have more time to cook again, which has yeah. been really fun and not just do all the logistics. And hey, Maggie. So Maggie, introduce yourself. Maggie Maxwell. Uh, hi, I'm Maggie. Hey, Maggie. Um, What's poppin'? 
As Tosh said, um, I spent some time with Carrie Barrett and the crew over at Bardo. Um, was there opening till about May mm -hmm. um, and was really excited. Carrie and Natasha called me about, about a month and a half ago now and said, what are you working on? And I said, working on working. And they <laughs> said, you know, drive up the road and the rest was history. So it's been really nice to join the team, really nice to, you know, be part of a small crew that's working so hard and has mm -hmm. such, you know, built-in trust and talent, I think has been really amazing to see. Um, and to be building something during this time, I think is really special. How do you describe what you do? Um, I try to make everybody else's lives a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of, lot of fun logistical projects with new restaurants opening. Um, and I tend to find a lot of joy and making order out of chaos especially right now I yeah think. what do you see i was going to ask you that what are you seeing right now that are like the things that you can identify and we need to address them and their obstacles but they may not last this might be your permanent um, business plan but this yeah. is what we're dealing with i now. mean you know taking it every day by day i think you know being part of the first wave of the shutdowns really taught me a lot in terms of kind of stress management and also time management since everything changes every single day trying to figure out you know, how to prioritize for the business first and for yourself also. Um, making sure that you're not putting on too many hats and let, you know, you're putting everybody's best interests first um, and figuring out new revenue streams. I and, love that. You know, so. And then honing them in, too. So, Correct. So a couple of very great points that, that you made there, is, Maggie, is um, how do you put people in a position where they can flourish instead of being, you know, right person, wrong seat? And so you just got to keep people in their lane and making sure that they're doing a great job with that. Like you want to be in the kitchen right. type of thing. I think empathy is huge no matter what you look at. Um, you know, I think really getting to know people and understanding what their core values are and what their communication skills and sure. styles are like. And just making sure that you're tailing yourself and understanding that everybody's a little bit different and handles stresses a little bit different. And, you know, handles everybody's on edge right now. Too. Everybody is, you know? know, and there's no sh and there's no shame in that game. You know, I think one of the things that this time is, you know, one of the benefits of this for any restaurant group or restaurant workers is understanding, you know, and kind of acknowledging the fact that we've been kind of emotionally broken people for a really long time and, and acknowledging and saying to each other that that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, how can we, how can we, how can we show up for each other? That's a total great point. I said, now more than ever, you should feel comfortable to reach out with somebody who say you're not doing okay, because there's a great chance they're not doing okay, right. too. Right. And so people can really empathize, and, and, and just the struggle is real, is yeah. what it comes down to. New revenue streams. Okay, that's it turned upside down on its ear. Traditional revenue streams, non-existent. Um, talk about what some of the new revenue streams can be, identifying them, and then actually implementing them. For sure. Um, so I think, you know, looking at what the neighborhood wants, I think we've had a lot of really, you know, strong support from this neighborhood. Um, I've worked within these neighborhoods for the last 10 years. So I see a lot of familiar faces um, and figuring out what they want, what they need, um, understanding, point. you know, uh, neighborhood kind of dietary restrictions, things like that, um, what people are looking for, you know, in the to-go beverage program spaces, you know, you know, are we looking at really, really intense to go cocktail programs or are we really honing in on, you know, the volume and what we have in the stock and trying to maximize the, you know, the product that we have that we just bought and now are sitting on, you know. So and is the shotgun approach the good thing? And then once you see where the shotgun hit, then you can narrow it back down to more of that. Right? I think, you know, I think having a small sample size like we do, you know, being open for less than two months now, I think can be a benefit um, because I think it. A, puts a little less pressure on us on the day-to-day -day because we know what works day-to-day, -day and that's almost, or week over week, but that's almost it. You don't have last mm -hmm. year's projections kind of sitting on you. Um, and also just looking at the numbers every day and seeing what's moving, seeing how the specials are going, seeing how we push things, seeing, you know, social media engagement I think is enormous mm -hmm. right now because mm -hmm. everybody's working from home and everybody's still on their phones. So making sure that we are present and engaged on that social media space, I think is huge as yeah. well. And, so. and making sure that it, we do want to take a break. Hang on, Jay. I'm in the zone, bro. <laughs> you leave me alone, Jay. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, it better not be. Batter. Uh, it's not bad. It's still going. 
Oh my God, I want to finish this conversation because I think it's it's a it's a great one, and people can learn from that. And and my mindset is when you identify those revenue streams, to being able to put them into action. And you're right, if you're engaging with the neighborhood, you got to go to them now. Yep. And there's so much content out there, and so many people trying to do things. How do you stand out? So that's what we're gonna do. You must be thrilled though. You got a bunch of rock stars around you. It's been great, you know. Um, as I said, coming into a team that's already so well-formed and, you know, ha with a concept that's already so strong and absolutely knows the identity um, definitely was a good place to land, especially right now. Yeah. Is know? her mic good? Is it cutting out? Okay. Her, her mic's one last question for yeah. Um So, God, I, I just I think I had a stroke right there. I don't know what happened there. You look great. Uh, well, thank you. <laughs> the, the question I wanted to ask was, dang it, it was so good, too. Man, all right, I forgot. We'll take a break. I'll be here all come night. Back. Yeah, we'll be here all night. Uh, we'll come back, and we do want to eat some of this delicious food. The hospitality has been fantastic. And, again, these are the reasons why you want these businesses to stay around. I remember my thought. Burn rate. Opening up a new business, you're in a burn rate right now to where how do you identify – you know, we need to spend on this or spend on that, and we're in a burn rate, and to keep people around, and we're buying inventory. Are things tough to gauge right now? I think it is, um, especially, like I said, because our sample size is so small mm -hmm. that um, I think the goal right now is to make sure um, we're not burning, essentially. Yeah. You know, that we're doing as much as we can. Um, we had a great deep clean this morning that I think will probably reconfigure a lot of what we've been ordering and figuring out, you know, how to prioritize what we're bringing into the building as opposed to getting stuff out of the building and, you know, just chugging along until we can see some guests and shake some shakers again in oh, person, you know, so... Yeah. Yeah. Be able to take these masks off and smile. Right. All right, we are going to. Thanks for indulging. I get Absolutely, geeky man. on the business. Yeah. End of that. Love that. Okay, we'll be back. Um, take a break. Come right back. The Modern Eater Show continues. <laughs> I love the laugh. Really like right now? Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Kyle Mindenhall. I'm talking with uh, my good friends from the Modern Eater Show. Keep supporting them. There's a lot of good stuff happening. We started Meridium Spirits because we love the way that spirits and cocktails can bring people together to socialize, to bond, to have conversations. Well, right now we've got some big conversations to have. Coop Vodka and Coop Gin are available at liquor stores across the metro area, but if you can't find us or would like to have us behind your bar or at your restaurant, send us an email, info at meridiumspirits.com. We know things are a little different these days, but think of us the next time you're planning a virtual happy hour or a socially distant picnic. And keep an eye on our social media, Coop by Meridium, for all the latest and greatest. Hey guys, it's Caroline Glover. I'm the chef owner of Annette out at Stanley Marketplace. Citrus is about to be in its prime. I just want to thank everybody for showing so much support to small local restaurants in this really hard time and you're watching The Modern Eater Show. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Hi, I'm Amber with Strohauer Farms, and I'm just here to remind you that the best potatoes are grown here in Colorado. Goodness elevated. Thanks for watching The Modern Eater Show. <laughs> hey, Zach Ryder here, Colorado Mills Sunflower Products out of Lamar, Colorado, your only local source grown from a local crop to produce a local oil for local chefs. You can find it at Shamrock Foods, What Chefs Want, Seattle Fish Company. Uh, let me try it one more time, then we'll see. Hey, restaurants, we're glad you're reopening from Colorado Mills Sunflower Oil. We'll see you soon. <laughs> First, we partner with the best farmers in the world, and then we tell them, we will take it all. Process whole spices daily, blend custom spices to order, Keep it fresh, safe, and flavorful. Also, that you can get back to doing what you do best. So whether you're a restaurant, a food manufacturer, or an at-home cook, be sure to visit The Spice Guy at www.thespiceguyco.com. Hey, Modern Eater fans. I'm Don Trobo with the Annex by Art at Mills, and I just wanted to give you a heads up about some of the great things we've got going on locally in the state. We're headquartered right here, and we're working with farmers in the San Luis Valley to bring you amazing Colorado quinoa. It's just like the South American stuff, but grown locally. 
We've got transitional wheat flour that's grown by farmers in Colorado and surrounding states who are in the process of, of turning their fields into organic. So we're taking that transitional wheat and turning it into flour, and now it's available for you to cook and bake with. And last but not least, we're now cleaning grain berries in Denver. So things like spelt or wheat berries uh, or pearl barley, those are things that we're now doing right here locally and are available to you. Can't wait to share it with you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jeff Nations from Aspen Baking Company. It's really important right now to support local. That's why I support the Modern Eater. Now, back to the show. Okay, welcome back to the Ginger Pig, uh, 44th and Lowell, right? That's right. Yeah, right there. You, you will be able to see it. That's for sure. Okay, um, with Chef Natasha Hess and Chef Carrie Bear. But I want to tell you first, I don't know. Uh, the, I don't even know if you've used someone to do this. I'm sure they have because they look great. But our guy is Jeff Rourke in A-plus Beverage Solutions. He's the guy that goes around and he cleans out taps because you got to be ready to serve that delicious beer when it starts coming out of taps again. Brewers demand their beer to taste like the beer should taste. Jay, if you're pouring inefficient beer, brother, what are you doing? You're pouring your money down the drain. Don't pour your money down the drain. These are the guys that keep us alive. They're local. They're family-owned and operated. 20 years of the business. He's an expert. Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, 720-272-3809. I'll go slower. Special shout-out to Odd13. Um, we used to bring our food truck there once or twice a week for several years. This is our favorite brewery in Colorado. It's in Lafayette, Odd13. Um, we just kicked this one, but this is their super fan. And uh, Wait, hang on. 720-272-3809. Jeff Rourke. Okay, back to there. You're fine. And um, So I recommend Odd13 super fan. It's my favorite IPA. And um, we also have Sapporo on tap and 90 Schilling, um, Stem Cider, Denver Pale Ale, and this victory, Sour Monkey, is from Pittsburgh. So we have a pretty cool on tap beer program you for when. Do you rotate any of those? Oh, uh, we do. Um, we just need some more people to be able to come in and drink them to be able to rotate them. Gary, you're not a beer drinker, are you? I personally drank the whole Super Fan keg. <laughs> no, you did. <laughs> <laughs> so we rotate it because I've had my fill. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, no, I drink. I what do you think about beer. Japanese whiskey? I like Japanese whiskey. The Iwa is very good. And also, we've been drinking that. Is that whiskey bear approved? It is. Whiskey, you know, whiskey's a rag, a rag guy, but the, uh, the Iowa line is fantastic. I we have so many fun whiskeys up there that, we, that I personally know so little about. It's, mm -hmm. it's been really fun to learn and taste new things. Yeah. Well, here, I mean, the natural progression of coming off a food truck, right? Yeah. Uh, is, what, what, we have a bar program now. What do you mean? What are you talking yeah. about? Where do you even start with that? And let me um, mention Angela Neary from Pony Up. She came in and consulted on our bar program and helped us. Um, we sat down and did several different tastings, and um, she had some great ideas for Japanese whiskey. Um, she developed a great sake program and a, obviously the beer program. And um, it's been a lot of fun. It's a small program. She's used to a much bigger program mm -hmm. with her bar. Sure. Um, so this was, I think, also a good challenge for her to do a small program and have it be Asian-influenced. Um, I think it's really fun. We have Thai beer, Japanese beer, Chinese beer, um, Show me and Thai. Korean beer. Uh, we got some Thai beer over well, here. We got some Singha. And we got some, this is Korean beer called Cloud. This Qingdao and the Luckier Chinese beers. Um, but it's been really fun to try to pair like I've a never Korean, even seen that in a liquor store. A I Korean, mean, I guess I've never a looked, Korean but. chicken with a Korean beer or a Chinese chicken with a Chinese beer, Japanese chicken with a Japanese beer. It's been really fun to have different beers from different countries. And um, it's been fun for our staff, too, to get to try, That's you know, awesome. a Thai beer and a Chinese beer side by side and kind of see the difference. Um, but it's also been fun, you know, just to be able to have people come in and try a Korean beer if they have never tried one before. For sure. God, I, this is what I need to do right here with my life. Do you want one? Try those out. I know but, the I mean, owner. If, I get you if it's, you know, do, do you drink it cold? I would assume. I drink them cold. Right? You drink them cold? <laughs> yeah. The, the, and you have a cocktail list, right? Uh, well, we did. Angela put together a wonderful cocktail, but ever s we haven't been selling them to go. Sure. So we're ready when we're we get our seating back to, yeah. you know, fire it off. But until then, we just we stopped. We didn't want any more perishables in sure. house. And 
So. But where do you start? You have to have an old-fashioned on your menu, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's right? It's a super fun old-fashioned with a sesame seed simple syrup. Yep. It's called Miss Miyagi. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Are yeah. You, so that fun. sounds fantastic. What else do you have to have? Do you have to have, what else, a, a margarita maybe? No? No. We you have a, a drink with a Thai iced tea in it called Tie Me Up Before You Go-Go. We have a drink called Notorious Descent, which is a nod to my lawyer days. And that's my favorite drink that we have. Wait, say that one again. Notorious Descent. And now I'm going into the lawyer days. Yeah. Okay, that all makes sense, yep, actually. Yep. I get yep. it. So it's been fun. We've actually been having a lot of fun with the cocktail program. Uh-huh. And um, we have talked about possibly doing some to-go cocktails and doing lunch and, you know, all sorts of different things. So we're just trying to figure out what the next best moves are for us every day. And um, we're lucky and excited that we have so many options. You know, we can add in lunch. We can add another day to the week. We can eventually have people in here sitting at the bar. So we're feeling optimistic and hopeful for the future. Can we just put the place in a bubble so that the city considers this to be outside? Because obviously, if you just put a tent over it, everything's it good to go. Cool. It's a big opening. You know Yes, Jay. Jay. Are you having one of those days, Jay? At least the internet's good, or he'd really be melting down at this point. All right, so if you guys have been wondering where Chef Carrie Barrett's been, here Here I am. (laughs) How's life? How you doing? How's the chickens? Good. Chickens are great. We're getting eight eggs every day. Eight eggs? Mm -hmm. All right. What are you doing with that bounty? Oh, man. I give them away. I give a lot away. We cook a lot. I have a niece who's four, and so she collects them. She collects eggs. Every day. She has her chores. She gets a quarter a day. I don't know where Natasha <laughs> went. Oh, where, did she go? <laughs> where did she go? I just went to get some water. Uh, what else? What else? Nothing. I've just been here helping Natasha, helping the ginger pig, having a great time. Um, you know, the ginger pig has been really great. It's not only given me a job, but all these people a job. And, you know, our, our neighborhood of, you know, Berkeley or wherever we are, Berkeley, Sunnyside, like, Obviously, the neighborhood wants us because we've been busy. We could be busier, but, you know, it's been enough. I love it. I don't it's know. been a really great start. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. And, and, and just fairly a new start, but I think it'd be cool. Um, to, let's end right here in this hallway. Well, amongst all of this riot, these write-ups and people talking and the buzz, and I think it's just so cool <laughs> in the neighborhood. I mean, look at this, you guys. This is, this is what you want. This is this is the. Uh, I think most people don't get the opportunity to open a restaurant with like four to five years of practice and practicing their food and taking it around. It's it's a real lean startup. It's real like if you're you know a business person and into lean startup, we actually had that here, which is very unusual in restaurants. Usually you just open and go and see if it works and pivot. And we really had quite a bit of time to work on things and see what worked and change and pivot and. You know, we've been through that. And so coming into this, I think we have some confidence that what we're doing is good. And I think that's comforting, you know, right when you open to know there's already some people out there that like your food. sure. Continue to watch this wall fill up because it will. Yeah, here's one that didn't even make the cut. Maybe we'll (laughs) just put it on this ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this. Thrillist. What's the the headline, Carrie? Uh, Eat Seeker, where to eat in Denver right now. Right now. July of this year. This is actually one of the reasons that made me think we should do a restaurant. It says that one of the best restaurants in Denver is a food truck in there someone wrote that and it wasn't oh. me yeah did that inspire <laughs> so you a little bit i have to say um you know all the support from the denver post the westward 5280 um it's not only helped spread the word about our business which was really helped get people here but it also gave me and us the confidence to you know keep going with this and we had a choice when we were leaving rosetta do we want to keep the ginger pig going do we want to go back to food trucking do we want to do a restaurant and I think sometimes really great things happen in really bad times and you take a chance and that can create a winner. So it was a gamble, but, you know. As long as the the option wasn't ever to be an attorney again. No, nope. (laughs) Keep you from that. Her license is valid. It is still valid. So if anybody needs a contract written or something signed. Oh, I might look it up. Let's let's end where we began because that's what you have to do. And, And guys, I'd encourage you on 44th and Lowell, and you may watch the replay of this show today. And I think it's very important. Don't hit your head. They designed those right at like five foot one inch so I could walk under. (laughs) 
So here we are, you guys, in a world that just really nothing makes sense right now, you guys. And we're just all trying to stay together and feel like how we can stay afloat. And you're finding out right now it's not the bureaucrats, it's not the politicians that are looking out for you, it's each other. And these are the businesses that just have to be here after COVID. You know, post-COVID, it'll be here, post-COVID. Yeah. We don't know when, but it'll be here. Yeah. And you guys are just going to rock and roll. You're rocking and rolling now, and the community is there. But the struggle is real. Safer at restaurants, I'll tell you what, these are the places the narrative needs to change. These guys are the professionals. It's clean. You did a deep cleaning today, didn't you? Yeah, we did. We've been here since 10, scrubbing. Yep, we had 10 people here cleaning everything, and we do it once a month. Yeah, and if you know the business, 10 a.m., unless you. you're doing an open somewhere, 10 a.m.'s early. Carrie's <laughs> got all the experience with the multimedia. <laughs> and also business equality. You guys, we should be able to... This, the, if you can go nuts to butts on an airplane, if you can get packed into Home Depot on the weekend. You can sleep in a hotel. Yeah, you should be able to eat right here. Yeah. This is what we want to show and you. And when, when everybody's ready, we'll be ready. And thank you so much for all the support. We love being in Denver. Once in a lifetime opportunity to get to open a restaurant here. Oh, we love you We're going to do everything we can to make it work. Thank you, chefs. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yep. Yeah. Chef Natasha Heff. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> boop, boop. And Chef Kerry Bear. Boop, boop. All right. We love these guys. You can't touch hands. No, <laughs> not at all. Um, so we're going to be on Friday at the bar with Chef Keegan. He's going to do oh, the cool. same thing. Walks around there. He's going to make a couple cookies and stuff, doing some. Everybody's got their hustle going yep. on right yeah. now. And so we'll be with Keegan and then Troy Gar. Boy, what the, to watch that uh, establishment with going from, I think he said 500 employees to 25. Wow. That hurts. And how do you do it, you know? And what do you do? He's just, oh. I mean, he's like, man, this morning he told me, I talked to him on the phone, he told me, I'm sh my banker told me there's some folks up north in Fort Collins that needed some high-end salads. I made 100 high-end salads this morning and dropped them off myself. Cool. Because you got to put some money in the bank. Yeah. Yep. That's what's taking right now. Okay, so thank you guys. Thank Ginger you. Pig, you got to eat this food. It's delicious. That's what Jay and I are going to do. So for Jay Parker and Natasha Hess and Carrie Baird, myself, Greg Hollenbeck, and the cast and crew, everybody's in here. It's a wonderful place. Come eat. We'll see you on Friday. The Modern Eater Show continues. Thank you for having us. Thanks, guys. <laughs>